हेलो एवरीवन दिस इज राम एंड टुडे आई एम गोइंग टू स्टार्ट द चैप्टर बायोलॉजिकल क्लासिफिकेशन सो दिस एपिसोड इज जस्ट ओनली फॉर द इंट्रोडक्शन ऑफ द बायोलॉजिकल क्लासिफिकेशन सो लेट्स गेट इंट्रोड्यूस टू द बायोलॉजिकल क्लासिफिकेशन सिंस द डॉन ऑफ सिविलाइजेशन देर है क्लासीफाई लिविंग ऑर्गेनिजम्स इट वॉज डन इंस्टिट्यूटली नॉट ओनली यूजिंग क्राइटेरिया दैट वर साइंटिफिक बट बॉर्न आउट ऑफ अ नीड टू यूज ऑर्गेनाइजम फॉर अवर ओन यूज फॉर फूड शेल्टर एंड क्लॉदिंग एरिस्टोटल वॉज द अर्लीस्ट टू अटेम्प्ट अ मोर साइंटिफिक बेसिस फॉर क्लासिफिकेशन ही यूज सिंपल मार्फोलॉजिकल कैरेक्टर्स टू क्लासीफाई प्लांट इन टू ट्रीज शर्ब्स एंड हर्ब्स ही ऑल्सो डिवाइडेड एनिमल्स इन टू टू ग्रुप्स दोज विच हैड रेड ब्लड सेल्स एंड those that did not in linear time a two kingdom system of classification with plantae and animalia kingdoms was developed that included all plants and animals respectively this system did not distinguish between the eukaryotes and prokaryotes unicellular and multicellular organisms and photosynthetic and non photosynthetic organisms so classification of organisms into plant and animals was easily done and was easy to understand but a large number of organisms did not fall into either category hence the two kingdom classification used for a long time was found inadequate besides gross, gross morphology a need was also felt for including other characteristics like cell structure nature of wall mode of nutrition habitat methods of reproduction evolutionary relationship etc classification system for the living organisms have hence undergone several changes over the time though plant and animal kingdoms have been a constant under all different systems the understanding of what groups organisms being included under these kingdoms have been changing the number and nature of other kingdoms have also been understood differently by different scientists over the time Yes, hello guys. This is Ram, and this, we are going to learn the chapter biological classification. So let's get started with the kingdom Monera. So first kingdom is kingdom Monera. Let's talk about kingdom Monera. Bacteria are the sole members of kingdom Monera. They are the most abundant microorganisms. Bacteria occur almost everywhere. Hundreds of bacteria are present in handful of soil. They also live in extreme habitats such as hot springs deserts snow and deep oceans where very few other life forms can survive many of them live in or on other organisms as parasites bacteria are grouped under four categories based on their shapes the spherical coccus so basically the coccus is spherical in plural we call it as cocci the rod shaped bacillus we called ba- pl- pl- in plural as bacilli the comma shaped vibrium we called is a pl- in plural is vibrio and the spiral spiral shape spirillium called we called as spirillium so you need to remember that guys the spirilla is f- has flagella and vibrio is a comma shaped and cocca is a f- uh, dot shaped though uh, the bacterial structure is very simple but they are very complex in behavior compared to many other organisms bacteria as a group show the most extensive metabolic uh, di- diversity some of the bacteria are autotrophic 
that is they synthesize their own food from inorganic substrates they may be photosynthetic catatropic or chemosynthetic catatropic so photosynthetic everyone knows how the photosynthetic reactions occurs but the chemosynthetic in which the organisms lose on the chemical energy which is produced during uh, atp formation so that uh, organisms called as chemicals chemosynthetic allotropes the vast majority of uh, bacteria are heterotrophs that is they depend on other organisms on or on dead or organic matter for food so let's the exam let's take the examples of kingdom monera so the guys first example is given in the book is archaebacteria so let's uh, talk about uh, let's what they given le let's read about the archaebacteria what is archaebacteria uh, these bacteria are special since they live in some of the most harsh habitats such as extreme salty areas halophiles hot springs thermoacidophiles and marshy areas methanogens so basically the archaebacteria are harshy are most live in harshy habitats and salty areas hot springs like that archaebacteria differ from other bacteria in having a different cell wall structure and this features is responsible for their survival in extreme conditions methanogens are uh, present in the gut of several ruminant animals methanogens you know methanogens are present in ruminant animals means like cows and that all ruminant animals such as cows and buffaloes and they are responsible for the production of methane biogas from the dung of these animals so biogas is very important in our life we must use it it is eco friendly gas that we get from methane from cows dung so the second example is given in the textbook guys it is uh, eubacteria there are thousands of different eubacteria or true bacteria so guys uh, uh, eubacteria is also known as true bacteria uh, they are characterized by the presence of a rigid cell wall and if motile a flagellum the cyanobacteria also referred to as a blue green algae have chlorophyll a similar to green plants and are photosynthetic heterotrophs the cyanobacteria are unicellular colonial or filamentous fresh water so guys cyanobacteria are unicellular colonial or filamentous fresh water marine or terrestrial algae the colonies are generally surrounded by gelatinous sheath they often form blooms in polluted water bodies some of these organisms can fix atmospheric nitrogen in specialized cells called heterocysts example nostec and anebina this sets this 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 statement is very important guys let's read one again again some of these organisms can fix atmospheric nitrogen so as some of these organisms can fix atmospheric nitrogen in specialized cells called heterocyst example nostoc and anebina so anebina and nostoc are the examples that they have specialized cells called heterocyst and they contain the atmospheric nitrogen in their cells so next chemosynthetic heterotroph bacteria oxidize various inorganic substances such as nitrates nitrites and ammonia and use the release energy for their atp production they play a great role in recycling nutrients like nitrogen phosphorus iron and sulfur heterotrophic bacteria are 
most abundant in nature the majority are important decomposers many of them have a significant impact on human affairs they are helpful in making curd from milk so heterotrophic bacteria are very important uh, as we read they are helpful in making curd from milk production of antibiotics fixing nitrogen in legume roots etc legume roots etc some are pathogens causing damage to human beings crops farm animals and pets chlorella typhoid tetanus citrus cancer are, are well known diseases causes by different bacteria so this is very important again let's read one once again some are pathogens causing damage to human being that is crops farm animals and pets the diseases are chlorella typhoid tetanus citrus cancer are well known diseases caused by different bacteria bacteria reproduce mainly by fission sometimes under unfavorable conditions they produce spores they also reproduce by a sort of a sexual reproduction by adapting a primitive type of dna transfer from one bacterium to other the mycoplasma are organisms that completely like a cell wall the mycoplasma are organisms that completely like cell wall they are the smallest living cells known and can survive without oxygen so the mycoplasmas are organisms completely like cell wall and they can survive without oxygen many mycoplasmas are pathogenic in animals and plants so in the next episode we will talk about the kingdom protista and the examples of kingdom protista are very long so i think we must stop here then kingdom protista okay chalo guys chalo guys bye yes hello guys this is ram and this we are going to learn the chapter biological classification so let's get started with the kingdom monera so first kingdom is kingdom monera let's talk about kingdom monera bacteria are the sole members of kingdom monera they are the most abundant microorganisms bacteria occur almost everywhere hundreds of bacteria are present in handful of soil they also live in extreme habitats such as hot springs deserts snow and deep oceans where very few other life forms can survive many of them live in or on other organisms as parasites bacteria are grouped under four categories based on their shapes the spherical coccus so basically the coccus is spherical in plural we call as cocci the rod shaped bacillus we call in plural as bacilli the comma shaped vibrium we call is a plain plural is vibrio and the spiral spiral shape spirillium we call as spirilla so you need to remember that guys the spirilla is has flagella and vibrio is a comma shaped and cocca is a uh, dot shaped though uh, the bacterial structure is very simple but they are very complex in behavior compared to many other organisms bacteria as a group show the most extensive metabolic diversity some of the bacteria are autotrophic that is they synthesize their own food from inorganic substrates they may be photosynthetic autotrophic or chemosynthetic autotrophic so photosynthetic everyone knows how the photosynthetic reaction occurs but the chemosynthetic in which the organisms lose on the chemical energy which is produced during uh, atp formation 
so that uh, organisms called as chemias chemosynthetic heterotrophs the vast majority of uh, bacteria are heterotrophs that is they depend on other organisms on or on dead or organic matter for food so let's the exam let's take the examples of kingdom monera so the guys first example is given in the uh, book is archaebacteria so let's uh, talk about uh, let's what they given le let's read about the archaebacteria what is archaebacteria uh, these bacteria are special since they live in some of the most harsh habitats such as extreme salty areas halophiles hot springs thermoacidophiles and marshy areas methanogens so basically the archaebacteria are harshy are mostly in harshy habitats and salty areas hot springs like that archaebacteria differ from other bacteria in having a different cell wall structure and these features is responsible for their survival in extreme conditions methanogens are uh, present in the gut of several ruminant animals methanogens you know methanogens are present in ruminant animals means like cows and that all ruminant animals such as cows and buffaloes and they are responsible for the production of methane biogas from the dung of these animals so biogas is very important in our life we must use it it is eco friendly gas that we get from methane from cows dung so the second example is given in the textbook guys it is uh, eubacteria there are thousands of different eubacteria or true bacteria so guys uh, uh, eubacteria is also known as true bacteria uh, they are characterized by the presence of a rigid cell wall and if motile a flagellum the cyanobacteria also referred to as a blue green algae have chlorophyll a similar to green plants and are photosynthetic heterotrophs the cyanobacteria are unicellular colonial or filamentous fresh water so guys cyanobacteria are unicellular colonial or filamentous fresh water marine or ter terrestrial algae the colonies are generally surrounded by gelatinous sheath they often form blooms in polluted water bodies some of these organisms can fix atmospheric nitrogen in specialized cells called heterocyst example nostec and anebina this sets this 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 statement is very important guys let's read one again again some of these organisms can fix atmospheric nitrogen so as some of these organisms can fix atmospheric nitrogen in specialized cells called heterocyst example nostoc and anebina so anebina and nostoc are the examples that they have specialized cells called heterocyst and they contain the atmospheric nitrogen in their cells so next chemosynthetic heterotroph bacteria oxidize various inorganic substances such as nitrates nitrites and ammonia and use the release energy for their atp production they play a great role in recycling nutrients like nitrogen phosphorus iron and sulfur heterotrophic bacteria are most abundant in nature the majority are important decomposers many of them have a significant impact on human affairs they are helpful in making curd from milk so heterotrophic bacteria are very important uh, as we read they are helpful 
in making curd from milk production of antibiotics fixing nitrogen in legume roots etc legume roots etc some are pathogens causing damage to human beings crops farm animals and pets chlorella typhoid tetanus citrus cancer are, are well known diseases causes by different bacteria so this is very important again let's read one once again some are pathogens causing damage to human being that is crops farm animals and pets the diseases are chlorella typhoid tetanus citrus cancer are well known diseases caused by different bacteria bacteria reproduce mainly by fission sometimes under un- unfavorable conditions they produce spores they also reproduce by a sort of a sexual reproduction by adapting a primitive type of dna transfer from one bacterium to other the mycoplasma are organisms that completely like a cell wall the mycoplasma are organisms that completely like cell wall they are the smallest living cells known and can survive without oxygen so the mycoplasmas are organisms completely like cell wall and they can survive without oxygen many mycoplasmas are pathogenic in animals and plants so in the next episode we will talk about the kingdom protista and the examples of kingdom protista are very long so i think we must stop here then kingdom protista okay chalo bye chalo guys bye Hello everyone this is Ram and today uh, I am going to start the chapter biological classification so this episode is just only for the introduction of the biological classification so let's get introduced to the biological classification since the dawn of civilization there have been many attempts to classify living organisms it was done instinctively not only using criteria that were a scientific but born out of a need to use organisms for our own use for food shelter and clothing aristotle was the earliest to attempt a more scientific basis for classification he used simple morphological characters to classify plant into trees shrubs and herbs he also divided animals into two groups those which had red blood cells and those that did not in linnaeus time a two kingdom system of classification with plantae and animalia kingdoms was developed that included all plants and animals respectively this system did not distinguish between the eukaryotes and prokaryotes unicellular and multicellular organisms and photosynthetic and non photosynthetic organisms so classification of organisms into plant and animals was easily done and was easy to understand but a large number of organisms did not fall into either category hence the two kingdom classification used for a long time was found inadequate besides gross, gross morphology a need was also felt for including other characteristics like cell structure nature of wall mode of nutrition habitat methods of reproduction evolutionary relationship etc classification system for the living organisms have hence undergone several changes over the time though plant and animal kingdoms have been a constant under all different systems the understanding of what groups organisms being included under these kingdoms 
have been changing the number and nature of other kingdoms have also been understood differently by different scientists over the time. Yes, hello guys. This is Ram, and this we are going to learn the chapter biology classification. So let's get started with the kingdom Monera. So first kingdom is kingdom Monera. Let's talk about kingdom Monera. Bacteria are the sole members of kingdom Monera. They are the most abundant microorganisms. Bacteria occur almost everywhere. Hundreds of bacteria are present in handful of soil. They also live in extreme habitats such as hot springs deserts snow and deep oceans where very few other life forms can survive many of them live in or on other organisms as parasites bacteria are grouped under four categories based on their shapes the spherical coccus so basically the coccus is spherical in plural we call as cocci the rod shaped bacillus we call in plural as bacilli the comma shaped vibrium we call is a plain plural is vibrio and the spiral spiral shape spirillium we call as spirillium so you need to remember that guys the spirilli has flagella and vibrio is a comma shaped and coca is a dot shaped though uh, the bacterial structure is very simple but they are very complex in behavior compared to many other organisms bacteria as a group show the most extensive metabolic diversity some of the bacteria are autotrophic that is they synthesize their own food from inorganic substrates they may be photosynthetic autotrophic or chemosynthetic autotrophic so photosynthetic everyone knows how the photosynthetic reaction occurs but the chemosynthetic in which the organisms lives on the chemical energy which is produced during uh, atp formation so that the organisms called as chemicals chemosynthetic autotrophs the vast majority of bacteria are heterotrophs that is they depend on other organisms on or on dead or organic matter for food so let's the exam let's take the examples of kingdom monera so the guys first example is given in the book is archaebacteria so let's uh, talk about let's what they given let's read about the archaebacteria what is archaebacteria uh, these bacteria are special since they live in some of the most harsh habitats such as extreme salty areas halophiles hot springs thermoacidophiles and marshy areas methanogens so basically the archaebacteria are harshy are most live in harshy habitats and salty areas hot springs like that archaebacteria differ from other bacteria in having a different cell wall structure and these features is responsible for their survival in extreme conditions methanogens are uh, present in the gut of several ruminant animals methanogens you know methanogens are present in ruminant animals means like cows and that all ruminant animals such as cows and buffaloes and they are responsible for the production of methane biogas from the dung of these animals so biogas is very important in our life we must use it it is eco friendly gas that we get from methane from cow's dung 
so the second example is given in the textbook guys it is uh, eubacteria there are thousands of different eubacteria or true bacteria so guys uh, uh, eubacteria is also known as true bacteria uh, they are characterized by the presence of a rigid cell wall and if motile a flagellum the cyanobacteria also referred to as a blue green algae have chlorophyll a similar to green plants and are photosynthetic heterotrophs the cyanobacteria are unicellular colonial or filamentous fresh water so guys cyanobacteria are unicellular colonial or filamentous fresh water marine or ter terrestrial algae the colonies are generally surrounded by gelatinous sheath they often form blooms in polluted water bodies some of these organisms can fix atmospheric nitrogen in specialized cells called heterocyst example nostec and anabina this sets this 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 statement is very important guys let's read one again again some of these organisms can fix atmospheric nitrogen so as some of these organisms can fix atmospheric nitrogen in specialized cells called heterocyst example nostoc and anabina so anabina and nostoc are the examples that they have specialized cells called heterocyst and they contain the atmospheric nitrogen in their cells so next chemosynthetic heterotroph bacteria oxidize various inorganic substances such as nitrates nitrites and ammonia and use the release energy for their atp production they play a great role in recycling nutrients like nitrogen phosphorus iron and sulfur heterotrophic bacteria are most abundant in nature the majority are important decomposers many of them have a significant impact on human affairs they are helpful in making curd from milk so heterotrophic bacteria are very important uh, as we read they are helpful in making curd from milk production of antibiotics fixing nitrogen in legume roots etc legume roots etc some are pathogens causing damage to human beings crops farm animals and pets chlorella typhoid tetanus citrus cancer are, are well known diseases causes by different bacteria so this is very important again let's read one uh, once again some are pathogens causing damage to human being that is crops farm animals and pets the diseases are chlorella typhoid tetanus citrus cancer are well known diseases caused by different bacteria bacteria reproduce mainly by fission sometimes under un unfavorable conditions they produce spores they also reproduce by a sort of a sexual reproduction by adapting a primitive type of dna transfer from one bacterium to other the mycoplasma are organisms that completely like a cell wall the mycoplasma are organisms that completely like cell wall they are the smallest living cells known and can survive without oxygen so the mycoplasmas are organisms completely like cell wall and they can survive without oxygen many mycoplasmas are pathogenic in animals and plants so in the next episode we will talk about the kingdom protista and the examples of kingdom protista are very long so i think we must stop here then kingdom protesta okay chalo bye chalo guys bye